Hello friends, it's good to be with you as always. Thanks for taking a little time to be with me. Uh, by the time this episode airs, it will have been a little over a week since the YZ football played its first game in its fall 2020 season. Uh, the game I'm referring to was on uh, Friday the 9th of October. Um, I watched that game, it turns out. I was able to go, I was one of the very few people who got to go because my sophomore son um, is a part of the team. He is a young player. Uh, he was playing in the position of wide receiver. Um, and I'll tell you, I'm a big fan of football. I don't pretend to understand the inside game by any means. I sort of know the basics. But because it's my son, um, I was paying most attention to him. And um, the team lost, by the way, uh, sadly, by the time you see this episode, they will have had their second game. Hopefully the second game turns out better. Um, Andrew didn't play much. He wasn't on the field very much. I think he was in for nine or ten plays. He never touched the ball. Um, I'd like to think, though, that he played his part well. And uh, I was observing uh, less the, the, the action in the center of the field very often, you know, following the ball uh, when Wyzetta had the ball. And I was more paying attention to where Andrew was on the sideline, kind of uh, observing the logistics of how he knew if he was supposed to get in and what the coaches were saying and, and sort of off on, the, again, the, the sides of the field rather than the center of the field. And that got me thinking, maybe not surprisingly, about something from our dear friend C.S. Lewis and about the life of faith uh, and about how maybe our assumptions about what is most important uh, may not, in fact, be most important. This again, I've referenced this little book before. It's a little book of essays and, and talks by him called Fern, Seed, and Elephants. The particular essay, or I think this is actually a speech he gave, I, I'm thinking of is called The World's Last Night, uh, in which Lewis is sort of reflecting on the Christian um, doctrine that as we confess in the Apostles' Creed, Jesus will come again to judge the living and the dead. There will be an end to this world as we know it. And he's talking about that in a variety of ways. And talking about sometimes Christian historically our, our attempts to figure out, well, when is that going to be? When is the end of the world going to happen? And how can we predict that? By the way, that attempt has always failed. And so most uh, Christians over the last 2,000 years have suggested maybe we should avoid um, pursuing that line of, of questioning since Jesus himself told us not to. Uh, but in any case, there are two things from the essay from Lewis I want to lift up here. Um, both of them related to sort of uh, imagining the life we're in in terms of a story or a drama written by an author. The first one, he, he, this is an analogy he lifts up, is the play, the very famous play by Shakespeare called King Lear, which you may be familiar with. Um, and he talks about, uh, of all of the characters in that play, uh, Lewis feels like one who doesn't even, he doesn't even rise to the level of being given a name. He's such a minor character. He's simply called First Servant, and he has eight lines. Um, and uh, in contrast, Lewis says to some of the other major characters, Regan, Cornwall, and Edmund, for example, all those people think they understand the play, they think they understand the story, they think they understand where it's going, and all of them are completely and totally wrong. And here's what he says about this first servant. Um, the servant has no such delusions. He has no notion how the play is going to go. But 
He understands the present scene. He sees an abomination taking place, uh, the blinding of old Gloucester, and he will not stand it. His sword is out and pointed at his master's breast in a moment, and then someone else stabs him from behind. That's his whole part. Eight lines, all told. But then Lewis says this, But if it were real life and not a play, that is the part it would have been best to have acted. Okay, So we assume that that player is someone on the sidelines, someone unimportant, but Lewis makes the pay point he may have had the most important part in the whole play in terms of operating from a sense of morality, from a sense of justice, and so forth. And then he goes on, Lewis goes on, to sort of talk about this more broadly in terms of our lives. And again, this is all in light of uh, anticipating the apocalypse or the end of all things, of the judgment when Jesus will come again. Um, he says, we keep on assuming that we know the play. He says, we do not know the play. We do not even know whether we are in Act 1 or Act 5. We do not know who are the major and who are the minor characters. The author knows. That, of course, is God. Um, but we, never seeing the play from outside, never meeting any characters except the tiny minority who are on in the same scenes as ourselves, wholly ignorant of the future and very imperfectly informed about the past, we cannot tell at what moment the end ought to come. And then he says this, that it will come when it ought, we may be sure. That, but we waste our time in guessing when that will be. That it has a meaning, we may be sure, but we cannot see it. When it is over, we may be told. And then he concludes by saying, we are led to expect that the author will have something to say to each of us on the part that each of us has played. And then the final thought, the playing it well is what matters infinitely. I would like to believe, I may sound like a proud dad, but I would like to believe that my son Andrew played his part well. It turns out it didn't really impact the game. He never touched the ball, but he did what he was asked to do. And as we look at the world and look at all of the challenges and difficulties facing us now and look at the headlines, I want to suggest to you that maybe the most important drama, maybe the most important story is the story of what God is asking you to do in your life and the part that God is asking you to play. And I pray today that you may play it well. As always, thanks for spending some time with me. Be well, stay in touch, and God bless. Mm -hmm.